Reading from Brihad Bhagavad Tamrita, I'm somehow it's a digital copy. I can't tell if it's chapter four or five, but text 72. Four. What? Four. Can everybody see me? What you see me too? Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Seva Saubhagya Toscha Mahaprabhu Krito Mahan Anugraho Mai Snigdair Bavadbir Anumiyate You are very kind to me because I had the good fortune to engage in his service. You conclude that the Lord has given me his favor. Omagana Timurandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Chaksur Unbalitam Yena Tasmai Sri Guruvena Maha Sri Chaitanya Mano Bisam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Sapadantika Vanchakalpa Turubyascha Kripa Sindhu Bayevaja Titanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namodama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Siyadvaita Gadadhar Srivasa Devor Vaktavin Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Hare So greetings from the Govardhan Hilton. I really wanted to name my ashram the Govardhan Hilton. But then I thought I should not let my sense of humor become more important than the spiritual aspect. But we really have a nice ashram here. And at least five of the Sangha members, Karuna Purna, Joel Kaley, Raja Devi, Hemalatarad, and Shyam Kishore are here. Um, we just had Damodar Astakam. Now that we installed this beautiful Giriraj Shila, it's really given life to this place. Um, and uh, as long as people hear, then I give class. Normally, I'm giving on the seventh chapter, but I'm continuing this class here. And it's Narada's journey, and it's progressive. Prabhupada calls the different relationships. They're all perfect, but the more intimate relationship, there's more freedom. Because when there's reverence, you're restricted by obligation, duty, and fear. And that's part of your love. 
like if you have a very respectable father, your fear, you know, of doing something wrong or your obligations, it's part of the bhav. It's not external to the bhav. But somehow or other, it doesn't have as much force when the object of your love is not majestic. It's when it's Madhurya rather than Aishvarya. <laughs> but anyway, we're getting this very interesting summary of the Bhagavatam, and it's mentioned in the very beginning that that's what this is. It's it's Maharaj Prickett um, at the end of his life to his mother summarizing the Bhagavatam. But because he has realization and my Monday morning greeting coming out tomorrow is called What Makes Prabhupada Prabhupada. And I, and I tell a story how I got this idea. And I, 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 For me, it's his realization. And then I quote from the first canto, the fourth chapter, the first verse. The Prabhupada says realization is the ability to communicate. <clears throat> and why realization is the ability to communicate? Because to communicate, you have to reshape the message that you're giving according to the way in which your un audience understands language and concepts. They're just like there are different languages. If you you know if you're if you you know learned it in English and then you go to South America, it has to be in the shape of Spanish. But it's the same thing within a language. Different people understand things in different ways. So to do that without losing the message. It takes a, 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 a not just understanding the truth, to see the truth, to see it deeply. So um, Marge Prickett, of course, had that realization and reshapes the Bhagavatam according to the confines of time that he had. Because the Bhagavatam is spoken in seven days and he only has the last half of, of the seventh day. So he has to reshape it according to time. And also, when things are spoken and inspired, they they, they solve many issues too, because it it's 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 a book to be carried on. That's that's what Sanatan Goswami is doing. He he it, it, it's to present you know, it, it's just like the uh, when, when the sage of Namasharanya asked the question now that, you know, Krishna left the planet. Um, he said, tell us the absolute, one of their questions was, tell us the absolute and ultimate good. Buri, burini, karmani. Because when you get to the Vedas, buri, burini, karmani, there's just so many different prescriptions for so many different people. And then he's saying, but in this age, people don't have time 
to undergo the purification. They don't have the qualification to understand it. So tell us what the ultimate absolute good is. So the Bhagavatam itself is, is Vyasadeva is known for his realization, which he takes the Bhagavatam and he's looking at the audience and he's trying to shape it for the audience. So the first thing he does, Brother Dave, you were a little ill. Would you like to sit on a chair? You'd be more comfortable. Uh, okay. Yeah. You can move my back. Yeah, because you were a little sick today. Okay. Okay. So to 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 he had to continually reshape it. First, he he reshaped it by breaking it into four parts, categorizing it. Then he reshaped it by expressing it in story form, the Mahabharata. Then he reshaped it by um, codifying it in terms of sutras. And he was dissatisfied because he, he, he was losing the message. He was losing the message. Of all the Vedas, I am to be known. So he was losing the he was losing the message. Um, and uh, therefore, he was dissatisfied. Why was he dissatisfied? Because he was losing something. So... Bhakti Yogena Manasi Samyak Pranayate Malay Pashat Purusham Purna Maya Chatara Pasayami. He fixed his mind in Bhakti Yoga and then he actually saw the truth, realized the truth, and was able to explain it. So the, the Briya Bhagavatam is like that. It, it's this realization. First by Maharaj Prikat, then by Sanat Goswami, how to present it. And he presents the Bhagavatam in a story of Narada Muni searching for the topmost recipient of Krishna's mercy. And therefore, in that journey, going through all the levels of devotion that's found in the Bhagavatam and ultimately getting to the 10th canto or the Ashraya, the ultimate. Um, so in that journey, uh, he, he he was guided to Prahlad, who went to Hanuman. Because Prahlad is, is an appreciator, but he's remembering. But somehow Hanuman has this mood of service. And when it's described what his mood of service is, it's not that he's just giving the fruits of his activities. Every one of his senses... Is just focused on the pleasure of Ram. He's just, it, it, you know, and, and, and it's so beautiful because you see the beauty of this level of devotion, how sweet it is when, 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 when someone's not selfish, <laughs> when someone lives for another who's worthy. It's such a beautiful thing. And um, and then we have this other theme that keeps on coming up that 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 
when Narada goes to someone and praises them, um, it doesn't suit their objective uh, of this seva bhav. They don't want to be in the. They, they want. They don't want to be in the center. They want to serve the center, and it's a bhava. It's a mood. It's just so sweet. And they don't want anything. They don't want the false ego, which is always lurking in the back, wanting to appropriate even the good things we do in its service. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm I'm a Brahmin. I, I'm a, a sannyasi. I, I'm a scholar. I'm you know, I'm a sadhaka. You know, it's always waiting. To to it, it it wants to be fed, and 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 someone who actually has realization of Krishna consciousness, and has that bhava, that mood, that feeling of devotion. You know, it's like I'm not I'm not going there. I'm not interested. I remember it. It, it really struck me. <laughs> I told you, in the early days of Vrindavan, you go to Mangalarti, it's like 15, 20 people. It was like completely sparse. And, and because there weren't that many people here. And I remember being in one Mangalarti and someone turned around and said, there's Krishna Das Babaji, Prabhupada's godbrother, who he said was a Paramahamsa. And, you know, and he was by Prabhupada's Murti like this. And so there's Krishna Das Babaji. You know, he, he went out. <laughs> yeah. He went out. So now, Hanuman being praised in so many ways, um, he's 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 neglecting that he he really <laughs> has is an object of, of Krishna's the topmost object of Krishna's mercy. But he does admit a very beautiful thing that does make one an object of Krishna's mercy seva sobhagya the good fortune of service and this is also a theme in the bhagavatam that what's fortunate is to get service and our faith is what's fortunate is to be served but this says our fortune is to is is to serve. That's our fortune. And many people don't realize that. Because the advertising, the culture in the modern world is you can be beautiful, you can be famous, you can be rich, you can have opulences to control the world and enjoy it. There's no... There's no billboards and advertising, you know. You know, drive this car and you can serve your guru. <laughs> you know, get this car and, 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 and you also can just serve everyone and drive them around. <laughs> you can be the humble servant of everyone, right? 
you know, the advertisement, Budroom. And that's when the Cowherd Boys, when they went to um, the wives, of the, 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 the Brahmins and begging for food, they said, Budram Te, to you, this is auspicious. I, you know, I, I used to have the service in Vrindavan, among anything, because I was in charge of all the kitchens. I was in charge of the kitchen. And there was a time after Prabhupada left that, you know, some of the, uh, naturally, the, the new gurus were 28 years old, maybe some was 30 years old. They were devotees for seven years. And now they've been worshipped on the level of Prabhupada. And first, and not only that, you know, by Prabhupada's potency, he was lifting people up to a level of renunciation that they weren't qualified for. So when he left, the, you know, it, so and, and also it, 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 it's, it's the greatness of Prabhupada is that there was chaos after him. It's just like in, in sports, it's like a great player leaves. We have here the very proud winners of the World Cup here. Mm -hmm. my Argentinian disciples. Mm -hmm. When Messi goes, they're not going to win the World Cup. <laughs> they're not going to win it. And that's going to be his greatness. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 when, when you lose someone, so... When Prabhupada, when it says the Acharya goes, his glory is that there's chaos. <laughs> it's just not this, you know. Um, yeah, so what happened at one time, some of the Acharyas left, and everybody was in temples before that, but all of a sudden people were free, and they were flocking to Vrindavan for shelter. No one was going to Vrindavan in the whole Hare Krishna movement except if your temple president allowed you to go during the Gorponima festival, that was it. Otherwise, it was desolate. So all of a sudden, all these people were here, and they were coming for, Go for Go Prabhupada's disappearance in Govardhan Puja. And there were thousands of devotees, and there wasn't even a Pasad room. There wasn't even a Pasad room. It was like, the Pasad room was for like 100 people. So it was the... And even the temple, you couldn't fit everybody in the temple. And we were, I was supervising tremendous <clears throat> feasts. We were making incredible feasts. But I noticed when it was time for the feast, there was two classes of devotees. One who would fight to sit in the front so when the cheese subject comes up, they would harass the server to pull out all the cheese for them, even if the people at the end only got stuck with the aloe and gobi. And those who wanted to serve. Those who wanted to serve. The faith in that, that's the whole Krishna consciousness I presume the Prabhu, my dear God brother, gave that definition of bhakti available for service. Available for service. So he says, 
I, he said, okay, I did have good fortune for the reason of Hetu, Seva Sobhagya Hetus, for the reason of service. For the reason of service. So I, I grant you that. He doesn't want to, def he, he, he doesn't want to, as he's speaking to Narada Muni, Narada Muni went to Pallad, Pallad directed him. I, I'm, I, he, say, he says, I'll grant you that. I, I got some credit for that, but um, I, had, I had the good fortune to engage in service. You conclude that the Lord has, has given me favor. And certainly that's favor. That's certainly that's favor. Next verse. Suduna matura puryam avitir nena tenahi padushkrita najashvarya prakashta vibhutina kritya nugrahasyamsam pandaveshu mahatmasu tulayahati nogatum Sumerum rid anuryata. So now he says, I do not, but now, Avatirnena, he is descended in Matarapuryam, the place of Matara. Now he's descended. You're saying I'm fortunate. Now he's descended to Matara, where he displays. Um, Parakashta, the ultimate extreme of Nija Aishvarya, of his personal opulences and Vibhutina and his expanded energies. Now he's descended to Matarapura. <clears throat> That's where he is now. So he's saying. And all the mercy he has shown me cannot equal a speck of the mercy he has shown the saintly Pandavas any more than a molecule of earth can equal Mount Sameru. Kritasya Anugrahasya, he has shown me the mercy Amsam a small fraction of the Mahatmasu Pandavas, Tulia, in comparison to them. I'm nothing. And of course, you know, it, it's going to be described. Because Hanuman's saying, okay, I, I'm doing service, I'm in separation. But the Pandavas, they had such personal exchanges the symptoms of prema is the desire to meet, serve, and have a relationship with God. Three symptoms, meet, serve, and... So look at this. So I'm nothing compared to them. Commentary, out of respect for the great sage, Hanuman, finally acknowledges that what Narada said about Lord Ramachandra's favor him cannot be false. 
Lord Rama's order that Hanuman stay in this world in separation from him seemed cruel. But at least before that order, the Lord had allowed Hanuman to serve him in various ways. It is only because of soft-heartedness, Hanuman says, that Narada considered him a favored devotee of the Lord. Hanuman thinks if Narada's judgment was less emotional, Narada would have concluded differently. So it, 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 he's not, he's saying he, he's from the heart, Narada. And you tend to, you know, when you're, when you're really a devotee, you tend to see everybody serving Krishna better than you. You see everybody serving Krishna because you're in a bob and, and, and a mood and it's a mood of humility. You're so cognizant that everything is God. So you so much appreciate everybody serving Krishna. So he says like that. Like every other Vaishnav whom Narada has approached, Hanuman wants to divert the sage's glorification to someone else. As, as the object of this diversion, as the object of this diversion, he chooses the Pandavas. Hanuman compares the Lord's mercy on them to a huge golden mountain, Sumeru, and the Lord's mercy on him to a speck of dust. So yesham balyatas tad vishad yapad ganeranat daryam dharmam yeshogyanam bhaktim prema yadarshiyat. So by sending poison and many other calamities one after another to trouble the Pandavas from their childhood the Lord deliberately showed their determination, religion, fame, wisdom, devotion, ecstatic love. He showed their daryam. Utsayat nistiyat daryam. It's so important in bhakti. Patience. And why is patience so important? Because you will wait for something that is valuable. Right? If you're buying something and it's like a long line, right? And it's nothing. Okay, I'll, I'll go here. I'm just getting a newspaper. Just, but if it's like a ticket to a concert or you know, you camp out for th for like three days for a week. So, bhakti is like that. It it it's 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 so valuable that you're patient. You're patient. I can wait. Because to earn it, it's something so special. And that's the story of Lord Chaitanya Mukunda, who he banned from his association. And the devotees were very upset because Mukunda was such a sweet, humble person. And he was listening to Mayavadi Flash. He just was like a sentimental guy. He got confused. And, and they were brokenhearted. And finally, Mukunda said, at least ask him, when will I see him again? Lord Chaitanya was angry. He said, he won't see me for a million births. And when Mukunda heard that, he said, I will. He became ecstatic. Why? Because he felt he had so much regard for the Lord that he felt that that was a bargain. 
And when Lord Chaitanya heard that, he realized, he, he, he just forgave him. He realized this person really has. So Daryam, Dharmam. So he, 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 he did this, it said the Lord, to show their glories. And then there's that statement that um, the mother teaches the daughter-in-law. The daughter-in-law comes in the Indian system of marriage. The daughter goes to the husband's house. So the mother doesn't have a relationship with the daughter, daughter-in-law. But she wants to teach her what are the rules. So she she's strict on her daughter <laughs> to show. So it's the same thing here. He's showing their determination, their religion, their fame, their wisdom, their ecstatic love, he demonstrated. And, and this is also something that's you know, I, I, I wrote a lot of, excuse me, I wrote, I wrote several articles on arguments for the existence of God. And, and, and the, the most difficult challenge to the existence of God is um, the existence of evil. Because the qualities of God is that he must be omnipotent, omniscient and omnibenevolent. So he said, well, if there's evil, then he, he's either not omnipotent because he, 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 he can't do anything about it, or he can do something about it, but he doesn't know, but then he's not omniscient. Or if he knows and he can do something about it, but doesn't, then he's not omnibenevolent, then he's not kind. So it's a good argument, and but I dealt with that argument. I gave six or seven counters to that argument or something like that. And I also made the point that a good argument doesn't prove something. For example, there's a, there's, there's a, a, a court case and, you know, someone's accused of murder, you know, and, and you know, his... His fingerprints are on the gun. You know, he had a motive to do it, right? So there may be a lot, but maybe, but the guy didn't do it. <laughs> you know, he just picked up the government by accident and, and there was another person who also was inimical that did it. So just because there's a good argument, it doesn't prove something. There could be a better argument against it. And I think the, the argument for evil Against it's a good argument, but there's better arguments for the existence of God. Um, and 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 one thing I caution people to look at is to understand what is mercy from the vision of God. From the vision of God, what is mercy are the things that elevate your consciousness, not the things that make you the enjoyer and controller. I read somebody complained they got injured and they said, well, how can there be God? <laughs> I got injured. 
and I got injured at like the worst time. It was my last game of my career. I was supposed to go on. How can how can I how can there be God? Because they think that that, that that's mercy. But maybe mercy is you do break your leg and become humble. Because <laughs> elevation of consciousness is worth any trouble you undergo to get it. That's what Bhishma Dev told Yudhisthira when Yudhisthira had so much suffering. That was his basic message. The fruit of realization that elevates your consciousness is worth any difficulty you've undergone to get it. So, and, and, and this is what Tanam is saying. They're so great. Look at all the difficulties they had. And how God wanted to glorify them. Commentary, as the invisible supersoul, Lord Krishna arranged for the Pandavas to undergo many troubles. He did this, however, only to broadcast their glories forever throughout the world. The Lord's pure devotees never perish and what seems to be their suffering in this world is only for their benefit and glorification. Benefit and glorification. Just something struck my mind. The Lord's devotees never perish. Declare it boldly. My devotees never perish. Just a, 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 it's a little, a little bit off tangent, but it's, one time in the Krishna Balaramandir, we had Prabhupada's godbrother Bhakti by Bab Puri Maharaj come to speak. And he was probably the godbrother that was most favorable for Prabhupada. He also had that preaching mood, you know, and he really appreciated Prabhupada. And uh, so, um, after the class, we brought him up. There's two rooms to the side of the deities in the Krishna Balaramandir. And it's a little room. Somehow it's constructed that way. You go up a little. And we fed him Pisadam. And it was so nice to see this old Vaishnava, you know, take the Maha Pisadam. So I really, I, you know, I, I complimented him on his class. I said, you know, I was really just like Prabhupada would speak, you know, these basic powerful points. Um, and then I think he said, when your Guru Maharaj would speak, hearts would melt. Then I said, this was, did you hear that Krishna consciousness is spreading in the Soviet Union in Russia? Because it was just a new thing. And he said, yes. He said, it must be true. He said, because your Guru Maharaj, because Prabhupada said it would spread in those countries. And then he said, declare it, my devotees never perish. And that also means their words. That's what he said. It also means their words. <clears throat> so, saratyam parashadatvam cha Sevanam mantri dutate virasana nugamane chakre stuti natir api. He acted as their servant, advisor, messenger, 
charioteer and court attendant. He kept watch for them at night, followed them on processions, and even offered them praises and obeisances. So when you love someone, you serve them. And service puts you in a subordinate position. So the subordinate position is actually the position of love and the greatest pleasure. So God takes that position with those he loves. He's bhakti vatsala. He's, he, he loves the devotees. And in fact, that's what a person is. A person who is one who reciprocates love. So God cannot be the supreme personality of Godhead unless he takes a subordinate position to his devotees. <laughs> and therefore, in the, in, the, in the first place, we see Krishna in our two main books, the Bhagavad Gita spoken by Krishna and the Bhagavatam about Krishna. In both those books, the first place we see Krishna is on the chariot of Arjuna. He's serving him to indicate that the supremacy of God is that it's not, he's not the supreme, it's not his position, it's his personality. He's loving, and therefore he serves his devotees. So he acted as their servant, advisor, messenger, charioteer, court attendant. He kept watch for them at night, followed them on possessions, and offered them praise and obeisances. He served. Commentary, not only did Lord Krishna look after the Pandavas as the invisible super soul, but he also dealt with them in various public exchanges of love. Sometimes he drove Arjuna's chariot. In Yudhisthira's court, he sat at the head of the assembly of advisors. Like an intimate servant, he anticipated the Pandava's wishes. And at the Rajasuya sacrifice, he humbly washed the feet of every guest. He gave personal counsel to Yudhisthira and carried messages for him. On occasion, he would stand guard all night with sword in hand and he would follow Yudhisthira in procession and offer words of praise like an ordinary subordinate. All the Vaishnavas take delight in hearing the glories of the Pandavas, but one who has a special relationship with the Pandavas, like their grandson Parikshit, spontaneously feels ecstasy from hearing such, from such hearing. As Sutta Goswami describes in the first canto of Srimad Bhagavatam 116.16, Saratya Parshada, Saratya Parshada Seva Sakya, Saratya Parshada Sevana Sakya Dautya, Virasana, Virasana Nu Gamana, Stavana Pranamam. Snigdeshu Pandushu Jagat Pranitam Chavishnur Bhaktim Karoti Nipatis Charnar Vavindam. 
So this is the bhav. You know, when, when Krishna, you know, is, is with his threefold bending form, it's not just that the devotees love him. He loves the devotees. Because if the supreme pleasure is love, if the supreme pleasure is love, and that's God's pleasure potency, then he must also love because who do you, who do you enjoy love from? Those whom you love. <laughs> Those whom you love, that's who you enjoy love from. So God's not just sitting up there in his flute and everybody, but he's also. And I, I remember Arjuna Prabhu in New York, he, he really liked this one phrase in one class that came up in, in a Bhagavad Gita purport said, it, it's so sweet. Krishna is responsive. He's responsive. So Maharaj Prickett heard that Lord Vishnu, Lord Krishna Vishnu is universally obeyed out of his causeless mercy, descent, rendered all kinds of service to the malleable sons of Pandu. The Lord accepted posts ranging from chariot driver to president to messenger, friend, and night watchman according to the will of the Pandavas, obeying them like a servant and offering obeisances like one younger in years. When Maharaj Prickett heard this, he became overwhelmed with devotion to lotus feet of the Lord, end quote. The verse spoken here by Hanuman does not explicitly mention the friendship between Krishna and Pandavas because all their exchanges were effects of this underlying relationship. Okay, we'll do one more verse for today. Kimva sasneha kartayat tesham nar chadati prabhu seva sakyam priyatvam tad Ayonyam Bhati Mishritam, and his affectionate concern for them, what would the Lord not do? So Narada is looking for the topmost recipient of Krishna's mercy. Look how much love Krishna had for the Pandavas. He was seen taking the combined roles of their servant, companion, and dear most friend and they took the same roles for him. Commentary for the Pandavas, Krishna tolerated Bhishma's attacking and wounding him. For the Pandavas, Krishna broke his promise not to fight at Kurukshetra. In fact, for the Pandavas, Krishna would do anything. But a skeptic might ask, Quote, although God is kind to all his creatures and certainly can be friendly to his devotees, why should he demean himself by trusting ordinary mortals and acting as their servant? Here, Hanuman resolves such doubts. Krishna's various service for the Pandavas was not a superficial show, but was expression of his true feelings. He was not at one moment posing at a friend, but unwilling to serve and another moment appearing willing to serve but not showing friendship. At another moment making a show of friendship without genuine concern, and another showing loving concern but not actually being a friend. 
Such inconsistent reciprocations are seen in material life where there is no true love. Krishna's dealing with the Pandavas, however, was always free of duplicity and the feelings were mutual. The Pandas were ready to sacrifice anything for the happiness of Krishna. So Narada is now, he feels like, wow, this is really something. Look at this reciprocal relationship. They're just, it, it, there's, such, there's such, such a deep mutual regard. They're willing to do anything for them. So, okay, I think for today, I've exhausted my, my realization. Uh, Jamuna Jaya, what do you, anything today you? Yes. Hare Krishna Maharaj, thank you for class. That, that last part almost brought me to tears. That, hey everybody, oh, wish I was there. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> um, that, that, that Krishna is so consistent with his, with his love. Uh, I love that last part that you were just reading. That is not like he's, you know, and so often in material life, we're like, oh, yes, I care. But then we don't care. Or we make a show of caring and it's not within our heart. But Krishna is never like that. And there's a, a song I've been listening to a lot. It I don't know if you know who the singer Cece Winan is. She's a gospel singer. But let me inform yeah. Yeah, yeah, so she is this. She is a beautiful song where she says, "What's her name?" CC what? CC Winan. CC Winan. How do you spell her last name? Um, W I N N A N. Okay, CC Winan. Yeah, and what's yeah. the song? And she is a song where the first lyric is, "I love you, Lord, because your mercy never, never fails me," and. It's such a beautiful song. And I was thinking of that when you were reading that last part, that Krishna's mercy never fails us. And and we we often fail Krishna because we're inconsistent in our devotion. So it was just really, really just that last part was really just so beautifully um, unpacked. Right. That, that Yeah. When there's true love, it just manifests in every aspect. When it's mixed with material considerations, it, it will, it won't be consistent because it's mixed from what, you know, things that you want for yourself. And bhakti means anya bilashita shunyam. No other desire. And why should it, why should it be any less? If, if love is the highest pleasure, it's, then the, the highest consciousness is is the is the greatest sacrifice mm -hmm. like a mother that's why Prabhupada said in the material world like a mother for their child and it's a beautiful thing because they, they'll they'll sacrifice anything and great souls are are, are like that relationship to God mm -hmm. there's nothing to trying that what is there's nothing Wait one second. Yeah, I think that's Krishna's father. He, he, I guess he made a statement. I guess when he had to, it was so difficult for him, the things he had to do. He had to give the kids back to Kamsa. He said, there's, 
for a man of character, there's nothing too difficult mm. to the execution of their duty. Mm. Okay. Thanks, Jai. Anybody else Jai. like to share reflection? Hi, Krishna Gurudev. I got Gail here first, and then Jai Shirati. Gail, hi, Krishna. Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Well, one thing, you know, um, Jamuna Jaya, she's my CC Winans guru. So I do encourage you to check her out. She's like amazing. Anyway. Okay, uh, everybody, CC Winans. CC Winans. She's we're gonna amazing. We're going to play it after this. And I, I, in my opinion, she's like, I mean, she is such a devotee. You know, if, if anyway, yeah, good stuff. Um, I, I do have a couple of things, Maharaj. Um, let's see. Devotees. Oh, you know, you were saying that, you know, and Uttama Adhikari, right? They see everybody as serving Krishna better than themselves, right? And you and then you said because they see Krishna everywhere. So I couldn't connect those two things. Yeah, you're 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 relentless. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I make something else up, you call me on it. <laughs> give me, give me a little, give me a little space. <laughs> let, let me, let me rephrase that. You know that phrase. I'm just trying because I'm trying to figure it out where it says that they're serving, and I, I, I think it, I threw that in, but I think the general idea is is devotion makes you humble. Feeling mercy makes you humble. And it affects your vision. You know, you become very, what they say is, is you know, you become liberal with others and strict with yourself. Mm -hmm. It's not the greatest answer, Gail, but <laughs> I'll, I'll think about it. But, Okay, then, then therefore... I was trying to reconcile that. I, myself, I had to give a reason for it that that um, I want to think about that. What, what, why someone who's very advanced, Uttama Adhikari, is seeing everyone serving Krishna. Yeah, let me think about that. Well, you know, okay? your disciple, um, Ek Chakra Prabhu, he once told me that, you know, it's because it's it's just because they're, you know, so you know they they're thinking with their emotions. You know, it's not like it's not like a rational thing. It's like out of well, yeah. Well, that's what I was trying to say from their their heart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So can I get another one just to like make up for that one? Yeah. Okay. So okay. When you one said, more. yeah, one more, one more. Devotees never perish. So you gave one explanation that, you know, that, well, their words never perish, but what does that really mean otherwise, other, other than their words? It means that Krishna is always protecting his devotees. Neha bhikramanashosti pratyavayo navidyate svalpam apyasyadharmasya trayate mahato bayat. In this Endeavor, there's no loss or diminution. It's eternal. It, it it doesn't mean necessarily the body, but God protects his devotees. 
He protects their, when you're surrendered to Krishna, he protects you. And what is he protecting? He's protecting your soul, your devotion, your spiritual platform. And it's never lost, whatever you have. Yeah, whatever progress you've made, he protects that. He protects that. And he protect, he's always protecting. He's always there. If you if, if you're, if you're, you're never lose when you're a devotee, but not on the bodily platform, because we yeah. know some devotees got murdered or, or something, but it's on a spiritual platform. Yeah, he, he protects God is always there. It's it's he's always for us, he's always there. Yeah. He protects our elevation of consciousness. Is that yeah? His? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Okay, Gail, you know you know what Pramuda Jaya wrote on on the notes? No. Gail Darkon with an explanation point. Oh, brother John. <laughs> take it up with her. Okay, anybody else like anybody else like to say hello? Hare Krishna Gurudev. Jai Shivade, Hare Bo. Thank you so much for your class. I just wanted to say that your phrase about the supremacy of God is not in his position, it's his personality. Really yeah, I like that too. That's interesting. And also okay. uh my question from the last class, if if I may ask it. Go ahead. So uh, the Hanuman, he's separated from Lord currently when he's speaking with Narada, uh, Narada Muni. But you're saying that the separation from God, it's, it's not physical. It's only in our consciousness. Can you please explain? Is Hanuman really separated no, it, from it, God? It, it's, not, it's not in consciousness. It's only physical. What I'm explaining is, is God is there in our love. God is everywhere. God appears personally to his devotee. So technically there may be separation on the manifest platform, but internally there can't be separation. Right. There can't be separation. Where, like, where is God? And I gave that example that I think one German philosopher said, where there is no circumference, the center is everywhere. That's the story of Prahlad. Is God in this pillar? He's there in that pillar. He manifests. We're only separated by our devotion. So there is separation, but on another level, it brings you closer because in separation, the object that is before you then manifests in your heart. Right. Thank Which you. is one of the reasons, according to Lok Pramana, village talk, why Krishna left Vrindavan. Because in, in Prem Sarovra, he saw that Radharani went, when Krishna said to the bee, uh, to Madhu Mangal, his, his friend, chase away the bee. And he chased away the bee. And then he said, Madhu is gone. And Radharani, the, the abode of love and emotion, it struck her, Krishna is gone. She started crying. Even though Krishna was, she was sitting on Krishna's lap. But then Krishna saw that now he entered into her heart. So it was, in one sense, even deeper, even closer. And that's going to come up in the later chapters, why Krishna didn't go back to Vrindavan, had to be reconciled. Because in that mood of separation, it says that Krishna not only appears in one's heart, he appears before one at the same time. 
And that's only in Brindavan where there's this intense separation because the relationships are so spontaneous and intimate. They're so spontaneous and intimate that that, that love. Yeah, Krishna is not confined spatio-temporal by space and time. He's not subject to that. So where is he? He's everywhere. Where does he appear? He appears to the devotee's love. Okay, thank you, Jai Sri Radhe. Thank you, Gurudev. Okay, anybody else like to say hello before we... Hare Krishna Maharaj. Jai Kishori. Hare Bo. We should touch base. Yeah, I would like that very much. Um, thank you. I, I did want to say that it really struck me when you said sort of when something like when God wants to give you a realization, it's worth any difficulty that you have to go through in order to get it. Or something like that, unless I miss I said that. That's exactly what I said. And it's it's it, it when when you live a life of devotion and you look back on your life and you and you let a life of dharma and you look back on your life and you see any difficulties that you had and you you look well i have this realization that brings me to a higher level of consciousness and happiness it wouldn't be there without that so i'm ha so in one sense looking back we can be thankful yeah well, we should contact sometime this week okay Thank you very much. Yeah, hurry both. Anybody else say hello? Hare Krishna. Maharaj, this is Krishna Amrita. Thank you so much. I was really struck with this explanation that uh, Krishna uh, serves his devotees because he loves them. And uh, this is his subordinate uh, position. And this is love. And he enjoys, and it's the greatest pleasure. <laughs> So to be in this subordinate position. So much. That's so nice. Thank you. Okay. A few Hare more Krishna, people. Maharaj. Sivet. Hey, Hare Krishna. Nice to see you. Thank I'm you for coming. Eileen, who's a, a great devotee. Who's this? Eileen. Eileen, nice to see you. Thanks for coming Thank for class. Thank you so much for your class. Um, your talks always bring me to right size because, you know, I realize how my ego can come out even in my service. So I appreciate you so much. Thank you for your talk today. Great. It's great to see you on, Yvette. Really. Great. Okay. Um, okay. One more person, and then I'm going to head out and listen to Thank CC. Thank you, Thank you so much. Hey, okay. So Lal and Hi, Krishna. Okay. Now, yeah, Hi, Krishna oh. Maharaj. Bhakti Devi swimming down the seats of the, the uh, of New York City. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Brooklyn okay. Brindavan. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Hi, Bo. Good. Nice to see you. I see you. Thank surgery. you so much. Thank you very much for the class. Thank, Thank you. you. So much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
Thank you, Maharaj. Missed you. Hey, Samantha. Long time no see. I know. Too long. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Haribo. Haribo, <laughs> Maharaj. Good morning. Thank you for class. Oh, Gabby. Nice to, nice to hear from you. Thanks for coming on. I really appreciate what you said about patience and bhakti because we tend to do minimum efforts expecting big results. So it really hit me. Thank you very much. Nice realization. Thank you. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna, Gurudev. Hare Krishna. Amala, great to see you. Good. Well. It's a nice medium that you have to use, you know. Otherwise, it was before it was so difficult, you know. I'm here, disciples are there, but now I can speak to them and see them. It's really great. Okay. One more person. Okay. Hare Krishna Gumaraj. Tota Gopinath here. So great to hear from you. Okay, Tota. Hare Bo. Hare Bo. Okay. Vanchakalpa Trubyasya.